record. It's um, the only Star Trek podcast. I'm that hearing, exists. I'm hearing knocking on the internet. Oh, I think my neighbors are just cooking something. It's, um, the last. It's the last episode. Too loud? A little too loud. Okay, let me turn it down. There we go. There we go. Um, it's the last episode of the season, Rachel. It is the last episode of the season of Discovery. Yeah. Um, I'm sad to say it. I'm sad to say it go. It's been a good season. Yeah. Um, um and but do you know what I'm not sad to see go? <laughs> oh um Let's see, beginning of the year. I don't know. Does your like HSA start over or something? No, no, no. What could it be? I don't I don't know. It might. Um, That's right. Things leaving. There's an impeachment. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, we got an impeachment that started today. Current events corner. Mm Mm-hmm. This is also on previous episode we played some songs that Trump had on his mixtape for saying goodbye to Twitter, um, and I think he's also listening to, to this. Yeah. yeah, did um. Apparently, he started an OnlyFans and then got banned there. That's not true, is it? <laughs> I that's don't know. Not, that's not true. He tried to he tried to friend me on Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Like I even through that gibberish, I can tell you're saying some fascist shit, <laughs> Donald Trump. It's like peeking in from like behind the island. Get out of here. Hello. I don't play Animal Crossing. That's the fake part of that story. <laughs> um, and yeah, supposedly Mitch is on board. Yeah. We'll see. Please, please. It'll be interesting. Okay, I can't take any more of that. Yep. Me, so. Um, I thought maybe we had more current events things to talk about, but maybe maybe not. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, there's still been some more uh, tasty, tasty fallout of people getting in trouble. Oh, yeah. There are, <laughs> there's a clip. I don't know if I sent you this. There's this clip I saw on Twitter. It's the guy crying in the airport. They that's part of it, but the mm-hmm. clip that I saw, somebody had put together clips of people getting arrested at the oh. at the riots. <laughs> oh, and man. then you've never seen Goodfellas, have you? I have not. Well, there so the the Eric Clapton song Layla plays at the end of Goodfellas and <laughs> in, in like this clip of of all of the gangsters like getting arrested and getting like killed and and like it's like the wrap-up song so it's just like um uh it's the end of Layla so it's the piano it's the piano bit um Mm -hmm. and they they did that to all of these people getting arrested um let's see I'm playing it right now uh Mute, 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 skip ad. So to this, to this music. That's amazing. 
And then they're just like, this person's get yeah, like the guy crying in the airport. There's a guy <laughs> getting kicked off of a plane. There's like uh. two two women in an airport, like after they had landed, mm-hmm. just authorities descended on them and they're just wailing and like they've already been handcuffed and they're getting like escorted out yeah i still it still kind of boggles my mind like how how did they think it would go like were they just so confident that they would succeed and like change everything i mean or that they were immune from consequences i think here because they are probably fed only um you know from from newsmax or whatever they think i think here's what happened i think that they thought people who burned down the precinct here had no consequences which is not true correct um so i think they i think they took part of that Mm -hmm. and then i think they took part of part of like well the people who are black lives matter protesting of course the cops will tear gas them because they're black lives matter but we're you know we're we're for the president i think that right. I, think, I think that's what they thought too is cuz that part i mean you know if if I think that is actually the most, the least messed up part of their logic is to be like, oh, I'm doing what the president is telling me to do. Sure. It's still messed up because just because the president tells you to go commit treason and sedition doesn't mean you're not going to have consequences from it. Right. So I don't know. That That's my guess. What do you think? Yeah, that checks out. Um, I was looking at a, an article about uh, the arrests and how, um, like, it, I left off a lot of the stuff they did at first because it just seemed ridiculous. But um, more recently, I found out about, like, someone, um, you know, setting up a, a gallows. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then that officer who managed to have the presence of mind um, some of the videos show just like a group of um, the rioters like chasing a black police officer. Eugene Goodman, but, yeah. Yeah, but the whole mm-hmm. story was that he took a look into the unsecured Senate room and then pushed someone knowing yeah. that it so, would make them follow mm-hmm. the black officer. Mm-hmm. Of course, that, that's what this group of white supremacists is going to do. That guy... See, I'm not I'm a I'm a super lefty person, but I'm not an ACAB person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that dude there's there That was amazing. Unequivocally, that guy that guy is not a bad cop. There's, Correct. No, there's <laughs> a way that you could frame it that way. Yeah, he saved he saved a lot of lives, I think. Yeah. Cuz who yeah. knows what they would have done if they'd gotten into that room. Yeah, and he only had a nightstick for, you know, until he met up with with the ran up the stairs and then yeah. That's all he had. So you know, always and never statements be on the lookout for those. That's what that's what I learned in therapy, right? Yep. 
as well. Um, the one, the one disappointing thing that I've, or one of the disappointing things I learned is that the story about a man tasing himself in the balls until he died trying to steal a painting was not true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a heart attack outside. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So... For a while, there was an article. <laughs> the story got around that someone had tased himself in the balls until he died. <laughs> <laughs> there's a clip of i don't know what it's from but you know ken jong from uh from uh community oh yeah yeah jiong i don't know how you say mm-hmm. um it's, he was on something i don't know if it was a community episode or if it was something else that he was in but there's a apparently in something he was in he was tasing himself in the balls repeatedly oh yeah, I on that episode was it community yeah oh yeah. He had he had lost his job as a math teacher because he didn't actually have a degree. <laughs> right. And then for all he was a student. Yeah. And then he got kicked out and then he got hired as a security officer. <laughs> and he was like living in the furnace room. That's right. He's so funny. <laughs> he's, I yeah, uh, I recently he, just rewatched all of community. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> that show is so good. That's um, really funny. Oh, and then the latest thing today. So I've seen conflicting things. Well, like that thing you showed me, that Mary Sue article about how, <laughs> how Trump thought he was going to the, to Alamo, the Alamo, the in, which is in San Antonio, right? But instead, he's at he's at Alamo, Texas, and the city of Alamo, Texas, apparently sent out a press release that was saying. They, they have not been in contact with us. They have not informed us that they were going to be. <laughs> we just like, even, even if he wasn't making a mistake about like, even if he didn't think that they're going to the actual Alamo, it still has real big, like four seasons landscaping energy, you know? Yeah. Did anybody cover it? Oh yeah. I guess somebody did. Um, <laughs> um so he wanted to visit the border wall there. yeah um, i don't know what trump in texas says 25th amendment is of zero <laughs> risk to me all right buddy i i really wish somebody was reporting on how he was doing without any social media access god yeah like, i'm picturing him just like furiously like script like using voice to to text i saw a bunch to of send people. people like terrible text messages <laughs> is he just texting everybody all the time he's just texting everybody. um i saw a bunch of people fleeing over to telegram whatever that is oh i think i've got that yeah i i don't know um permanently banned from twitter like the other ones have said well after maybe not like after his um presidency is up but twitter permanently banned him yeah so which is i i was looking for the i was looking for the tweet this podcast i was listening to said that there was a tweet that he put out that somebody had like pointed to where he said I love Twitter. It's like 
it's like getting my name in the newspaper every single day and I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Something like that. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so let's hope nothing insane. Uh, here, here's my thoughts on like if something crazy is going to go down uh -huh. um, for next week for the inauguration. Uh -huh. I think they're not that coordinated. Really? Like, so anything really insane that's going to happen is going to be like a handful of people. Right. Like the really insane stuff. Like there might be like, oh, here's a rally or here's this. They might get that sort of news. But I, uh -huh. I got to think, right? Like how are they going to coordinate it? 8chan or, or whatever that is. 4chan? There's also 8chan now. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be 16chan next. Yep. And then what? I don't know. I don't go that, <laughs> that high up. I need to I run out of I run out of fingers then. After 16. Mm -hmm. Um I need to turn on turn this off. It's distracting me. Okay. <laughs> um uh, let's see. <laughs> this um, line is amazing. Uh when a reporter asked about Trump's like personal responsibility in the riots it's been analyzed and people thought what I said was totally appropriate it's been analyzed what who analyzed it? what a <laughs> what a moron he's he's the worst now he's the only president in history to ever have been impeached twice <laughs> or, or I, you know anyways um one one little plug this mm -hmm. game called deep rock galactic yeah um i think it's on pc i play it on xbox you uh it's four players you are uh the story is like you are mining things from asteroids mm -hmm. so you're like these dwarves that get shot out into space and you're mining like you get put into this this level and you're like pulling ore and minerals and stuff and then all these bugs will attack you randomly um it's the most fun game i've played in a very long time nice. it's kind of like left for dead it's kind of like first person shooter but you're not shooting people which is kind of a nice change you're shooting these bugs it's fun you get a little minecrafty thrown in there like chip 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 you know, like you're looking around this, yeah. this cavern and it's like, oh, there's the there's the gold or whatever way up there. And you got to figure out how you can like climb up there. And then when you're in the middle of like, oh, I almost met I'm almost met my quota. All of a sudden, these bugs out of nowhere. And you have to use flares. It's dark. So you have to continually keep throwing out flares. And anyway, that sounds really cool. It was super fun. Um, uh, I've been I've been playing Animal Crossing and a little bit of Zelda because I haven't finished. I haven't. Fi I need to finish Zelda. Uh, and I've been playing this platformer that was like on sale for two bucks, um, called Daddish, where you're a little radish dad. And radish dad. Yeah. Why like does it have to be a dad? Because then it can be daddish. I don't know. 
Well, he's he's a dad, and because you're searching for all of your kids, like all your kids. Oh, okay. Go run off, and it's just Perfect. a cute little platformer. Um, on the Switch, right? <clears throat> yeah, on Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun, and um, you like he's just looking for his kids, but he keeps running into these bosses, and they're like you'll never get to our fearless leader and he's like i don't care i'm just looking for my kids <laughs> that's... like fight me <laughs> okay and that's daddish you can that's get it dad-ish. on the nintendo switch yes all right i think that ends our our current events and then video game corner oh that's actually good. one more video game uh, one more, I recommend final... one more video game corner. <laughs> um, final station. Final it's really, station. It's a kind of like a puzzle, um, platformer, zombie shooter. It's mis- there's a mystery. Final... It's available on Steam and the Switch. Oh, little and I like pixelated a little bit. Yeah, graphics. That's kind of cool looking. Their graphics are really good, and um. Like as you go, so you're you're driving this this train through this like post-apocalypse situation, and you have to keep your passengers alive and you have to keep the train running. So like as you're listening to them fill in lore for you, you have to like keep fixing little things on the train. Mm. And then um, at each station, you have to find stuff and get the code to keep going on because you're presumably heading someplace safe okay oh i do like those graphics i'm we're watching the video of it right now yeah it's by tiny build tiny build that looks fun olga williams um all right and that is final station available now on the nintendo switch so I went the whole game without realizing you could craft bullets and med kits. So I was really just super set for the final level <laughs> when oh. I finally figured it out. Just oh, nice. Anyway. Now can I do the stinger? Yes, do the stinger. Okay. And, Sting that's... <clears throat> and that's the final station on... <gasps> Nintendo Switch. Available now. Battery sold separately. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And now all of you who don't care about Star Trek Discovery, goodbye. Um, <laughs> and now we start talking about uh, episode 13, season 3 of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. This is not our theme music. It is very good theme music, though. I, I it's like growing it. on me. It's growing on me. I don't like it as much as uh, um, TNG, but yeah, I mean TNG is like the best. Um, though I think we have we finally seen everything that they show during the opening credits. Well, this this is not from season three. What we're looking at, right? That's just like suit stuff. Yeah, let's let's oh. pull up season three main title sequence. There we go. So when school isn't a place you have to be, I don't remember this. Why not go to school where remote learning can be as remote as you want? Why don't you shut up, kid? Okay. 
All right. Because we've got uh, dilithium. Yep, dilithium to start off with. Flying all over. That the they showed the the bay of mm. uh, discovery. Yeah, the shuttle bay. Yeah, like it was pretty. I don't know if it was always like that, but that was a pretty big close up on it. Mm-hmm. On, it on its butt. It was um, butt. <laughs> Yeah. Um, of course, we saw these guys. Saw the dots. Yeah. Oh, I so love good. the dots. The chair. The chair with the little, little defect. Yeah, the new blaster with... thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, bookship. Yeah, bookship morphing around. Yeah. Well, loud. Um, the Vulcan sign. The new. New badges. Yep, we yeah the new badges which have the interface. That's old, I think. This uh, tongue thing. No, I think that is. I don't think we see an adult one. I think we see, um, in this last episode, uh, Hugh is watching that like creature fly through oh, the sky, and yeah, it says yeah, that it's yeah. a, like a, a pup. Yeah. And so I think that like flower thing that you see oh. is like an, the adult version of that. Oh, okay. I'll buy that. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> Zobi wants to be on the podcast. He does. Is he okay? He hears somebody walking in, at, in the building. Oh. <laughs> that scared me, my dog. <laughs> Hi. He was asleep and then, so, okay, pick up the shoe. Buddy, we're, this is good radio. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Gormagander. Okay. They're called Gormaganders. Gormagander. That's that flower, okay. flower creature. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. On with the episode. So, season three, episode 13, That Hope is You, comma, part two. As the Emerald Chain tightens its grip and the mystery of the burn is finally solved, Burnham and the crew have one last chance to save themselves and the Federation. Um, I watched this two times. I liked mm-hmm. parts of it. It wasn't the strongest episode, in my opinion. Spoilers sure. for episode 13. And let's talk about the big thing at the end. Let's talk about the end thing first. Michael Burnham becomes captain. Yeah. You, I, your thoughts. Um, I think she's finally ready. I am. I feel like having her not be the captain going forward would have just been, um, sort of uh, stretching out some plot lines. Um, I really like her. I like the idea of her as captain going forward. She's grown and um, sort of gotten more solid this season. And she's done, she's figured out who she is more. I, I mean, I, can I tell you my? Yeah. Also look. Oh, it's a Zoe dog. He's nesting. He's settling back down. Get in, get in a good spot. Nope, not yet. This entire time that I said, look at him, he's trying to <laughs> trying to get into a nest. Nope, not yet. This is nope. giant dog oh, spinning and around. And <laughs> spinning in, in a circle on the couch. Okay, here we go. Got, keep going. Nope, move those blankets. Nope, move that. Nope. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's spinning. He's pulling. Spinning. A, he's pulling a pillow over. Okay. Yep. And then oh oh oh, oh that was a good goes. spot. That's a good spot. Zoe. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I think. I feel I feel like it was it's a little shoehorned in to be sure. honest with you. Like like uh the admiral who is a tight ass like I I run a tight ship. Do you are you purposefully doing are you purposefully doing this? Do you do that on purpose? No, I lean on my hand. Oh, okay. And when I lean on my hand, okay. Um I'm sitting like this. Oh, okay. Okay. It okay. makes it look like I'm just like peeking. Just yeah. Peeking. It's, it's like, why are you doing that? I can't see your, it helps when I can see your face. Let me see. It, it, just, just get all the, just get it. I can see, I can get more interaction. There. Please. Please. <laughs> can... Rachel, can you? Can... Oh, okay. Thank you. So there we go. I'm, I'm being, I'm being an idiot. Um, <laughs> best one yet. I think, but like that admiral would not have done that. He would not have been like, oh, you know what you do? You disobey orders a whole lot. You know, my daughter learns in a different way. Why don't you be captain? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can, I can see that. I just feel like the whole show has been leading to her being captain. But... But not really, though. Because <laughs> she does keep turning it down. Like, over yeah. and over and over. Um, I guess, I guess some way, of it yeah. is, I don't know what else she would do at this point. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, the only thing left for her to do yeah, to grow. Because this show is really about Michael's growth. I um, think, yeah, I, I was hoping that they would... They they made it much more of an ensemble this season, which I think they is did. better. Yes. I think it's I think it's a lot better. I like I like Michael's character, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, not not enough to be like I want this show to be the Michael show. Sure. So I think um, I also don't know who else would be captain because I think Saru needs some time to do some Kelpian stuff. Yeah. I I and, I thought he was just gonna I, I don't know it was a bit of a surprise to me honestly. Um, I don't know. I think when I when I watched him interact with the Hollows on um on that ship, he was he thought he would never like even when he was back in his his timeline or in his like time he thought he would never be able to go back to his planet again you know up until the very end there and then um, that's true that's true Mm -hmm. you know and now he comes to the future and finds out that not only you know are did they survive but they've been thriving and are part of the federation and um you know, they, they've evolved to the point where they don't, I guess, don't need to go through Vahara anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see him wanting to spend some time there 
Mm-hmm. I mean, from the the sound of sound of it from the the showrunner, he's not going to be staying there. He's you know we're going to have more Saru. Yeah. Um, but I I think he's going to want to um, help Sukal fit in and sort of get settled. Um, because it's this season is all about adopting children. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And uh, um, whoa, no about finding family for sure yeah yeah um and so hmm. i guess to me and that's why i I felt like michael was the natural choice because i don't know who else would have would have done it because i think tilly's a great first officer but i don't think she's ready for captain i don't and i don't think that yeah even like the the bigger picture of of the show I just don't, I don't feel like they would have to change her character so much. Like Tilly in the mirror universe. Yes. Was a good captain, but that's because they like cut out some of the goofiness that we like from that character. Right. So that actor, that actor can act like a captain, but then that Mm -hmm. would fundamentally go against like the Tilly-ness of Tilly. Right. Yeah. Um I here's here's another like overarching thought I had thinking mm-hmm. of, thinking about this. I was watching it again when I was making dinner. Um I think I think they need to like let the ship be the ship for a while. <laughs> like like the Enterprise and uh, the Enterprise in the original in Star mm-hmm. Trek was like a fixed thing, and it was people on this ship, and the mm-hmm. ship didn't really change that much. Right. And TNG, same thing. Like the Enterprise was the Enterprise, and it had like very defined, like 10 forward. Here's when they mm-hmm. go to 10 forward. Here is the conference room. Here's this. Here's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deep Space Nine. By definition, it didn't go anywhere, you know, because it's right. Deep Space Nine, so it just stayed there. Those are, well, those even are the... when they got on to, um, oh, what was Worf's little ship? Oh, yeah. The, uh, blah, blah, blah. That I don't one. know, yeah. that one. Um, I, yeah, I just feel like, I feel like maybe I just want it to be like those old series, because that... In my head, the most successful, longest-running series are the ones that have such a distinctive place that you just want to keep going back to that place. Sure. You know? The, like, the familiarity of the, the location is part of the appeal. Yeah, yeah. And it allows, it allows the relationships. It allows you to have the relationships with the characters because you you're not, like, busy trying to figure out, like... Like you're you're already familiar with the with the place itself, you know, like yeah. Cheers or the Office or sure. like you know it's I yeah, but this is fundamentally I think again like part of my struggle is that like I know what I know they're trying to reach out to the J.J. Abrams Star Trek fans and trying to be yeah. like yeah you like the movies this is a thing you can like too. <laughs> um. 
I think from the sound of it, like going forward, if it's going to be, it sounds like it might be more episodic. Um, oh, where did because, you... well, just, that's just my speculation based oh. on the idea that, because um, at the end, uh, the Admiral says, we have all this dilithium now. We learned, figured out how to mine that planet. We're going to have you discovery deliver it because you can go anywhere with your spore yeah. drive. Yeah. And so to me, um, I mean, the, the chain started to crumble without Osira. Um, and at the, sorry, just to, just to, uh, just to look at this last shot, they're not using the spore drive at the end. That's not them because the spore drive, it spins. Right. So at the very end, right, they're not using that spore drive. Because they just go into warp. Yeah. Right? Isn't they might. What... I mean, they're probably, I don't know where they're going. Are they no. just, no, they just went through the shield. This right here. That's warped. Oh, okay. Because the is spore warped. drive, it... it spins. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I'm mentioning that is because um to your point like they can use dilithium or they can use a spore drive right and maybe they're taking some time to figure out like who's going to drive the spore drive yeah because we see in this episode book can do it too yeah which was very cool um, little, i was pretty excited about that little like um um uh captain america grabbing thor's hammer you know yeah <laughs> um it makes me, I'm very curious if uh, Stamets is going to be excited about that, about like getting a break, or if he's going to be a little like fussy about like, no, this is my sport drive. He already, I think like when he's back, do they show him when, when she is on the bridge? I um, think we see like Stamets and Hugh and Adira like all together and then he shoots Michael this look. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would, they, I don't know. That that seems like it, it would be an interesting, yeah. Look, see, look at his face there. Yeah. Because, how do you, that's going to require like mending of fences big time. That, yeah. Yeah. That look. Because, like, Hugh's fine with it. Hugh gets it. And Adira gets it. Um, but I think it's going to take a while before Stamets and Michael are friends again. Like, I think he'll be professional. And I think he'll, you know, be an engineer. I hope but they... I hope uh, it blows up real big. Yeah, it would be cool to see... You know, I like Star Trek because it addresses things that happen in life. And mm -hmm. some, sometimes things that happen in life are your best friends piss you off to no end. And you have to, you'll, somebody gets in an argument and then you have to do the work of like regaining trust and like, and like talking about it and stuff. Yeah. That would be really cool. I hope they don't, I hope they don't just like, Gloss oh, over. times, times passed and now they're okay. Yeah. You know? Or, oh, like, they watched a movie together. Well, you know, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Sometimes maybe they'll maybe there'll be a holodeck episode and they get stuck on the holodeck together. That would be cool. I, I don't if Discovery has talk. a holodeck. Or if they, yeah, or they just, do. Oh, they do. Yeah. In um one of uh 
Jet Reno's personal logs that's on Instagram. She talks oh, about right. um, fixing up the holodecks and how she likes them because you can hang out without anybody else there. Yeah. So maybe uh, yeah. the cat, she could handle the cat. It, it would be cool to see them stuck somewhere like the like those TNG episodes where it's like Crusher and Picard crashed on a planet and she's trying to keep him alive and stuff. I love those. Yeah. There's a, a great TNG episode where um, Wesley and Picard yeah. are going somewhere on like a little shuttle with a, a um, I don't remember who the, the other guy is on the ship. He's like the captain of this little shuttle and they crash and Picard gets hurt real bad. And it's about them like mm-hmm. working together and Picard and, you know, Wesley's like, I'm really sorry that it's me <laughs> that you're stuck with. Right. Uh, but, and, you know, at the end, Picard's like, I'm super proud of you. You're really important to me. And it's a really great episode because they like, they talk about stuff and they have to rely on each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think those, those kinds of episodes are good for working through emotional trauma. Yeah. <laughs> It it would be cool to see, yeah. It it'll be it would be cool to see that happen within the crew a little bit more, because mm-hmm. so far, like we had the big send off for that one character whose name I don't even remember now. Non. Um, non. Yes. And it's like, I think they got new. I I think they got new writers this season, and the writers were like, "We got us. We got to get here's point A where this show is." We need it to get to point B. We got to have uh, Michael be the captain. We got to have these characters. I think Adira and Gray are great additions. I think I think that's amazing. I also hope that the guy, the wheelchair scientist guy, sticks around. I mean, it looks like he is. After she, um, when Michael reclaimed the ship, um, in like the coolest way. Uh, I love the scene where they're they're fighting in the computer core and she gets pushed into the computer core and then like shoots out through it. Yeah. Um, and shoots Osira. Uh, Michael beamed all the regulators off the ship, but it didn't take um, Aurelio. I think he's not a, he's not a regulator. Right. But they, I hope he, I, I hope he gets like, it'd be awesome if he gets put on the ship uh, in the in the final scene here that we're looking at again he's not in the kind of like oh uh, the lineup the lineup the star wars a uh, new hope ending smiley award ceremony <laughs> yeah award ceremony uh lineup and then she says her cat how do you feel about her catchphrase i like it it's okay it's all right it makes me it might, happy. It might be too think, negative about this. No, it's fine. Um, I just like she's just so happy when she says it. And like Michael could have been like blah 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 blah. And I'm like, she's so happy. Look at her face. <laughs> Do you are you bothered at all? In 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 an upcoming episode, we're gonna do Dustin's mailbag. But mm-hmm. um Dustin made the point of he said he he doesn't really like how it seems that she's not util that like they used to make more of her Vulcanness. Mm. 
when um like in the first season second sure. season and now they kind of it's like you kind of have to like remind yourself that she's Vulcan yeah um I think I I feel like it does come up but it's subtle um I think it's her Vulcan um being raised Vulcan that helps her push through like whenever you see her um yeah sort of like center herself and like okay this is what I have to do do you think that's intentional or do you think that's a that's a way to explain it I think it's intentional because I don't I mean it it wouldn't be beyond the realm of possibility that they're like well she's you know past the Vulcan stuff now and so now she's just going to be superhuman all the time um but I, I, I think th- it I think it is intentional because the way isn't just like grr focus her face like goes very calm hmm. it, like the, she's doing some sort of like internal meditation I I never would have picked up on that so if if it is intentional I wish they would have just like made it you just a little need one clear. line you just need one sure. line and be and and some made up Vulcan thing you know what are you like doing somebody saying like how did you get through that or like the vulcan blug 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 right or some like little voiceover exposition or something blug 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 whatever they call it yeah yeah um so because because there's I, some yeah there's a moment like right after she shoots stamets out and she is heartbroken at what she's just had to do and she just like all of a sudden gets like this very like serene face Hmm. and she moves forward yeah okay i i i i think Mm -hmm. for me i almost just don't care about the first two seasons at all i know (laughs) so if it's like if they if somebody told me like uh they just forgot about it like that's fine they just forgot about it like let's move on you know um i do i do also think there's there's something about um going from a really emotionally repressed situation to being more connected to and allowed to express those feelings yeah that leads people to be even more expressive mhm and i feel like We've one of the uh, complaints I see a lot on like Facebook groups and whatnot is how Michael cries all the time in this season. Oh, which I mean, they've been through a lot of stressful stuff, you know, like I I have no problem with Michael crying this season. Um, But I think going forward, my guess is that we'll see her bring a little more Vulcan back into it as she's making decisions because being in this kind of leadership role, she's going to have to weigh emotions and logic. And I yeah. think I think we're going to see her. I, I, I bet she's going to like quote Sarek at some point or talk about something Spock said or. Yeah. Um, um, the, it, it, when I was watching this um, last one, I was thinking like 
they're kind of giving us the the J.J. Abrams here's Kirk's backstory, but in um, TV show form, you know, <laughs> and and like you know the the stuff that they for Kirk that they never were able to show, and like why is he considered to be like this kind of like loose cannon? I'm out there. I'm like. Right. When in the show, it's he's just kind of like, what? Uh, okay, well, why are you like that? Um, so it's kind of cool to be able to see a character from the beginning and not just like in flashbacks, you know, go through all that stuff. Yeah, because season four, you know, could ostensibly set, like stand alone as its own show going forward from that point. You know, like if someone coming in season four be like, oh, they're delivering, you know, there's all this stuff and now they're hopping all over the galaxy delivering the lithium what yeah what they the comic books used to do that a lot like they used to make it explicit because before they started rebooting everything i'm thinking like when i used to read it in the early 90s when i used to read comics all the time in the early 90s and stuff there would be like there would be the they would signal the end of a long story arc in like x-men or batman or whatever Mm-hmm. And then they would say, this is a good time to jump into this title, like right now, you know? And I yeah. feel I feel like these long running TV shows, either they're not made like that, or they just rarely give people a chance to do that, you know? You can't do that with Breaking Bad. You can't do that with like Sopranos or, you know, like these shows that have like multi-season arcs. It's just not possible to do that. Well, and I think some of that is, um, you know, part of the nature of, of binge watching too. Like the, yeah. now that's, you know, such a common way to watch a show, writers don't have to like give those breaks and those like ins, you know, to start a show halfway through um, used to be really tough. And so they had to have places where you could sort of sneak into a show um but now people will go back and rewatch all of it yeah or are we reaching the saturation point where there's too much shit for us to watch and we know if there's like eight seasons you you know or or in this case oh there's three seasons of this show that people are talking about that they say is so great i have like now movies are going to be released you know, like on HBO, like there's just going to be so much stuff for people to watch. I wonder if we're going to see like a trend in the other direction now. Sure. Well, and then as evidenced by what you just said about Discovery season four, you know. And then I, you have folks like my parents who aren't watching Discovery until it's all out because there's so much to keep track of that they don't want to have to wait in between seasons. Are they going to listen to this? I think so. Yeah. I think they've listened to some TNG stuff. Oh, sweet. Well, hi, mom no. and dad. <laughs> um, well, okay. Um, do we want to give uh, any other thoughts or do you want to, do you want to sort of go step like touch on some other high points in the, yeah, in the let's show? talk about some, some big points, big moments in the show. Episode. So we, 
I so we start off the chain is uh Syrah's gone back to Discovery, Tilly and the crew. Tilly and the crew are in the bottom of the ship. Um with guns with and guns. the robots. Yeah. Because that's that was a reveal at the end of the last episode. Um and so they're trying to figure out how to take over the ship. And um, Asira turns off life support. Oh, right. To yeah. the bottom, the bottom floors of the ship. Yeah. And then we get the theme song. No, not yet. And then Hugh sees the big. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. That is that. That is what that is. Yeah. The Garma Garma Gar Salamander. Yeah. Gormagander. Gormagander. Yeah, yeah, see how it's all the like tenderly things? Mm hmm. Um, Gormagander. Yeah. Um, Gormagander. I was starting to get concerned uh, that Hugh was going to die again. I was getting ready to get like real mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't kill that guy again. Don't kill him again. Um. So, yeah, Hugh's there. He's talking to Saru. And Saru starts to help Sukal um, get comfortable with the idea of facing his fear, of facing mm -hmm. whatever is behind that locked door. Mm -hmm. And then... And then this, a cool this moment. I love this moment. The, the, where we see... We see where, Gray. We we see gray and hugh sees gray and hugh gives gray a hug and it's so um, sweet and again reinforcing that like third season of roseanne in the 90s when um darlene's boyfriend goes to live with them mm -hmm. yeah yeah sometimes when you doubt queer kids they date each other i guess <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, Hugh, I Hugh is becoming one of my favorite characters. He's so incredibly kind and warm, and um, seems to take real joy from being able to help other people. Yeah. Who's his counterbalance now that um, now that Giorgio is gone? Um, I mean Stamets, kinda. Yeah. But not really, because he's super, he's, I don't know. Um, I have the feeling, I bet um, he, somebody will show up. Yeah, somebody will show up. Um, what, what that does is it gives um, them the opportunity for, like, everybody at Discovery to be getting along. Um, and then interact and have, like, big conflicts outside of the ship like they did with TNG. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, David Cronenberg's on this episode again. God. Um, oh, and I realized his tie, David Cronenberg's tie, because I'm like, why is this guy wearing like a suit and tie in the 32nd century? Like, how is a tie still a thing? But it's a little like plastic or metallic triangle with cloth oh. coming out of it. It's actually kind of a cool little oh, sweet. thing. So it might not actually like be around his neck. It's just like an adornment. Yeah. Um. But then he also wears glasses, and people don't need glasses anymore. Yeah. 
um because he likes how they look <laughs> um yeah i i really really loved um all the like escape stuff in this episode of like are they gonna make it out are they gonna do it um huh. like uh michael um calling um she called her mom or left a message sent a message to her mom in the last episode and they show up yeah uh, but not her mom not her mom just the ships from i mean her mom might have been on one of the ships yeah i guess but they her mom was not in the episode her mom was not in the episode yeah um but ships from navarre show up and then michael calls him off trying to save uh her crew because they're Mm -hmm. all in the uh the bottom of the ship running out of air you know the end i'm gonna jump forward to this moment when she is running away from everybody on the elevator part maybe that's the end of it but um i think it's the oh yeah <laughs> this part uh so we're, we're kind of jumping around here but when they're on the turbo lifts in discovery, you know what I called uh-huh. this, you know what I called this part when, when it came on, this is the monsters Inc. Uh, <laughs> the monsters Inc. <laughs> scene. Yep. Oh, that's really apt. Um, the doors and they're running around. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> the, um, the moment, the like, the like great one-liner moment of um book kicking him out the door and it like <laughs> like or first he says oh well who's gonna make a bigger a bigger stain down there you or your cat um i think it's coming up right yeah or are we not that far it's about to happen Trying to look, it just keeps going away. Hmm. Yeah, there's some laggy lag happening there. Yeah, there's this fight. Good fight that you liked. That was a good fight between Asira and Michael. I like the contrast between the fight and they're like in this like super pristine room. Oh, here oh. it is. Why will nobody learn? I just there's you know, but, a queen. oh so good. <laughs> um, and there's don't, I just don't make fun of his cat. I just like, love, he never. <laughs> I, yeah, and like there's this trend now. Ever since uh, um, John Wick, you know, it's like people figured out like a mo- motivating thing in action movies can be like pets, you know? Yeah. Um. It's real good. Again, knowing their audience to a T, I think. For sure. Um, the other sort of like small kind of uh, funny moment is after, so Michael gets pushed to like into the data core. Um, and then after she shoots her way out, like shoots a siren and comes out, she spits out like a couple tiny pieces of data. Oh, nice. A couple yeah. like 
chips or blocks of programmable matter or whatever. Because we're like, oh no, she's choking. She's stuck in the blue goo, which looks so cool. I didn't really understand what was happening at first when, when I was like, mm. wait, what is that? Yeah, that's the data core. And then Michael kills Osira. And then she comes out and she's about to spit out some tiny little little blue bits. Yeah. Just good, just good, just good solid action, I think. It just cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. Oh, wait, we missed the big wait, sorry, I stopped it before the well, the big line. A lot of big lines. Unlike you. I never Dang. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I. <laughs> you can always tell when I'm about to say something that is like, I didn't like this part. Yeah. I just. The Saru stuff. I don't know. Now, this guy. Leads to other I like the. I like the. In order to get through something, you have to. The way through is like push and like conquer your fears i like the message right. i mm -hmm. like that part this it's just the hollow said the federation would come for me i don't know it could have been two scenes and i could have been fine with it it's just like oh they're back okay now they're back again i don't know just wasn't into it sure i mean i i will just watch Doug jones face all day long um it did kind of drag on um but i don't know i liked i like this stuff <laughs> that um watching uh saru try very hard to explain to this this guy hey you broke everything it's fine it's not fine, but it's fine. <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah. Please, let's just get out of here. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's, it, it, you, you can picture, I wonder if somebody in the writer's room has a parent who is a shut in and they're like, <laughs> I really got to tell them, like, time to, time to clear out some stuff, you know? Yeah, I think too. Um, just timing-wise, I don't think we could go rescue all of them until the very end, and so they needed oh, for sure. yeah. them to be doing something. Yeah, you know, and so this kind of had to be it. it was like this build-up to him facing his fear, and I, you know, I kept wondering like, are they gonna build up to it and then like he dies or i thought they were going to kill somebody off of discovery i thought i thought a crew member was going to die i i thought, I thought like that was going to happen oh was going to die because yeah. mm -hmm. they were focusing on her a lot and historically that's what this show does is like well, let's learn all about this backstory and then they're going to leave or they're going to die um yeah i was so happy uh to see that she'd been saved by the dots um, mm -hmm. Or by that one little dot, all yeah, who kind of like sacrificed himself. But yeah. then in the in the closing, they show like they Jet show Reno they, fixing they, up the dots. 
Um, I'm excited for Jet Reno and Dot episodes. Yeah. Uh, I think she's going to like call them her kids or something. I don't know. I think it's going to be great. Jet Reno and the Dots hanging out, fixing the ship. Um, yeah. I liked uh, this moment when they're about to leave and Gray is like, I can't handle that. I can't handle this. Like, what about me? You know? Mm-hmm. For a moment, I was like, really, Gray? Like, right now, you're making this about you? <laughs> like, everybody. I mean, I get it. I get it. Because he is finally visible. Yeah. Um, and it's a really touching scene. Because Hugh again is like, "We got you. We'll figure it out." I, yeah, and I think I think it's it. They're not so subtly trying to talk about literally, you know, like that that language, like being seen, right? Yeah, like, it's important like, for trans kids to be seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, truly right. seen. I also like when she uh, or they, Adira, they say, um, I can see you. And Grace says, that's not enough. Yeah. I, I really like that as far as like what that means for like a like a relationship and stuff. You know, you can't you cannot just be something for somebody else. You know? Yeah. And you, you can't get, you know, all of your validation. <laughs> from one person because that's not no. fair to either person yeah um all right and then we're back we're back to him confronting his fear again um yeah what other points in the episode did you want to talk about um let's see so we talked about michael killing osira talked about michael being captain so i'm trying to turn this down there we go mm-hmm. um i mean given the you know, the stuff they can do with the holograms. Um, I'm pretty excited for Gray to have like a more permanent role. Um, yeah. I was trying to remember <laughs> what I'm doing is like mentally reviewing like where I cried in this episode <laughs> and see if we talked about it already. Um, I loved uh, Michael outsmarting Osira and Zara in sickbay when Booker has like the agonizer thing on his oh, head. Oh yeah, yeah. And um she sets up a, a medical quarantine force field mm-hmm. and like shoots him full of adrenaline to counteract it. And he just like sits bolt upright. <laughs> yeah. He's checking and... in like that adrenaline wearing off yet? Not a chance. Yeah, and they just yeah. like keep plowing a... through. That was a good bit uh, throughout the throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, the, the one disappointment I had is at the end, I was so sure that, um, when everybody like was revived and after life support got turned back on, I was so sure that Owo and Detmer were going to kiss. Oh, interesting. Um, I shipped that, I shipped that real hard. Oh, and this guy, I'm so glad they paid this off for us. Yeah. Bring the communication officer back. Yeah. To consider his next he deserved it. He deserved to come back. So after this latest round of talks, he'll return to Kaminar to help Sakal build a new. Wait, where? Where does she actually? That's how this future began. Oh, right here. Right. One moment in time, 
radiated outward. Until Where did she actually accept the captainship? Oh, it's it's back here a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it is. The need to connect is at our core as sentient beings. It's pretty cool. Some good preachy Star Trek stuff, but I like yeah. it. Um, Wait, she she saw a gray there. She was shaking her head, right? No? Yeah. Look at this. One moment in time, it radiated outward until no one even remembered that connection was possible anymore. So there's gray. But it is. The need to connect is maybe not. Maybe not. Sentient I thought they were like implying it, but I guess not. Right here. It takes time. No, effort, no. Okay. And understanding. She was looking past uh, gray. Sometimes. Oh, that that look. Yeah, uh, yeah, you Stamets. threw him out of an airlock. I'm on Stamets's side. Yeah, like I, I think she made the right choice for the Federation, but I also think it was an incredibly hurtful choice, and I think she really damaged her friendship, her relationship with Stamets. Yeah. Um. There is a lot of work to do. It will take time, but already the Trill have rejoined. Other worlds are considering it, including Navarre. And still, we don't see we don't see uh, her mom. I wonder if uh, I wonder if that actor had something else going on or like COVID stuff. He'll return to Kaminar to help Sakal build a new life. I like that part where you see like the shooting stars. Shines with all the breadth and wonder this new future has to offer us. I hate the new uniforms. <laughs> That's a I They're hate just... the gray uniforms. Yeah. They look it's... so these like the navy uniforms, they could have used more color, but they look so cool. Yes. Lieutenant Sayel. Sayel came back. You. Oh, yeah, this part got me. That was good. And I'm so grateful. This guy has been basically a fanboy of Star Trek. <laughs> all by himself right you know and now he's like legitimately part of starfleet you he know? has just discovered the internet and found the rest of the fanboys i i think it's the other i think i think it's somebody who only has been on the internet all of a sudden went to like a real life convention like, dear god i i'm not even thinking convention i'm thinking like somehow it's the reality you know this thing that they've sure. been holding out for yeah she and her mother they left a while ago yeah and then here's where i don't know it just seems so it just doesn't it just seems a little out of character for him sure i think they're trying to show his growth too and his he is with with the return of discovery he can now begin to hope and i think what we're seeing is this character starting to loosen up and and let himself connect with people mm -hmm. because he was holding everybody like at a distance like at the beginning when of the season when we meet um when he meets adira 
And the Admiral's like, oh, yeah, I remember Admiral Tall. You were not Admiral Tall. Right. And right. there's this like this moment of warmth. And so I think what we're seeing is this character's truer nature. Because things are finally starting to go their way. Yeah. Um, also, it's just really nice to see um, have another black captain. Oh, yeah. Of course. I think that's really awesome. And yeah. not just that, but a, a black woman. Because um, yeah. it, it took a, it took three years for Cisco to be made captain as well. Cisco started as commander because oh, they would yeah. not make a black person captain. Um, like, who, who's they? The, the writers? or Like network execs. What? There Whoa. was, I don't remember the exact story, but there were issues um, with making him a captain. So he doesn't get promoted to captain until like three years into the... What the heck? Yeah. Um, and so having her become captain is really important. So are they saying um, Biden is going to go to Kaminar? <laughs> <laughs> At um, some point, yes, Biden is going to go to Kaminar. This yes. is like this is and, like um, and AOC is going to be president. I was thinking Kamala Harris. <laughs> Sorry, mm. <laughs> wouldn't it? Wouldn't the logical thing be Kamala Harris? I mean, probably. I'm getting I'm getting punchy. All right. Um. Yeah, these, these uniforms. Thoughts? I hate the gray uniforms yeah, so the gray, much. The gray uniforms. They're good. just like dumpy and they fold weird when you sit. I like the bright stripe. I, can I do like the bright like stripe. Associate a color. Right. Instead of like, is that silver? Is that gold? Is that bronze? Yeah. All right then. Everybody ready? I also like the braids in her hair. Let's fly. Saru could never have pulled off that. And then they have this no. cool quote from Gene Roddenberry at the very end. I love that quote so much. That, yeah, yeah that was definitely another part where I cried. <laughs> of course. Of course it was. Yeah. Um, I, the, what I was telling one of my friends about Discovery is that I can't think of another show that's that's this diverse and true to the cast that is like like the characters are just as true to the people playing them you know yes yes that you can see that the actors are allowed to put themselves into the character yeah yeah i i just it's you know we we got we have gay actors playing gay characters we have like non-binary actors playing non-binary characters yeah. You know, it's just like it's super cool. And it and 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 it's like part of the show, but it's not like it's not like um trope. It doesn't feel token. Or, yeah, yeah. I can't I can think of no other thing that does it this well. I would agree. Um Yeah. Super good. Um, it, was a, it was a really good. Uh, it was a good season. I love this season. This was um, what a good season this was. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna miss watching it and talking about it. Well, you know what? What? We're just gonna talk about next generation a whole bunch. Amazing. I also love next generation. It probably yeah. won't make me cry as much. I probably won't talk about crying quite as often. That's not true. That's not true. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think if there's... Um, but yeah, and... Um, hang on, this is... CBS was playing The Stand or something. Hmm. Well, I am running out of steam real fast. <laughs> And it's only 8.15 at night. All right. Same here. All right. Good episode. Good talk. We did a whole... We did a, did a whole, whole season. season. That was great. It was very good. So, so much fun talking about Star Trek with you and podcasting with you. Yeah. Same here. Um, I like that we finished a thing. That felt real good. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to finish. It's fun to to do a complete set of a thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Computer and program. That's it. That's it.